This podcast is brought to you by Anchor. Are you thinking about doing your own podcast, but you don't know how? Well, have you heard about Anchor? It's actually the platform that I'm hosting through this right now. And yes, it's free. Not only is it free, it's super easy to use. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. And you can even add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so much more. It's really that easy. And guess what? You can actually make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's a big deal. So it's really everything you need in one place to make an amazing podcast. All you have to do is download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. I believe is a general truth that when people focus so much on stuff that's fleeting, such as physical beauty, which once again, we're all going to get old. Absolutely, man. Right? Absolutely. And when you put an emphasis on that so much, what does that do to you mentally? Right? Where does that put your value on as a person, as a human being? Which by the way, like a lot of men have a responsibility in this as well, because some of the dudes out there say some of the dumbest shit. They go, I don't like it when girls wear makeup. That's funny because you're the one that's jacking off to these girls on Instagram. (laughs) So you kind of set that standard for what beauty is. In five, four, three, two, one. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Dun, 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 dun. Excuse me. <laughs> You're Excuse welcome. Me. Apologies, man. You know what's fun, so funny now that we talked about this Mike Tyson thing? Mm-hmm. You know what? So <laughs> this morning, yeah. I woke up from a dream yeah. that I was boxing Mike Tyson. What the fuck? Hey, let me tell you about this shit, dude. Did you die? Because <laughs> that's no. what would happen. Because <laughs> the new Mike Tyson is uh-huh. on DMT and shit and smoking uh-huh. weed, so he's super nice. Uh-huh. But we're boxing yeah. in the middle of a, of a, a Vegas casino. Okay. Right? And so we're, we're kind of boxing, and he's kind of letting me light him up. He's yeah. letting me do it. Yeah, he's being yeah. super nice. So yeah. I'm just over here throwing combos, uh-huh. you know, straight to the body. And the reason why I'm saying he's letting me do this, in the dream, yeah. I, I ducked under one of his hooks. Uh-huh. I hit two light hits to the body because uh-huh. he's letting me hit him. So yeah. we're going light. Yeah. Bop, bop. And then I kind of kept my hands down, uh-huh. and then Tyson looks at me, and you just see this fucking right hook come to my face, and he just he's grimacing. Like, yeah. his teeth are just tight. Yeah. And he stops the punch right before uh-huh. my face, and he just starts smiling. I'm like, in that dream, yeah. I shat myself. <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a terrifying yeah. fucking you know, <laughs> situation. He's over there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, you know, letting me hit him up a little yeah. bit. And were then, you guys sparring or was this like a like It was a like spectacle? an event. Okay. But it was weird. It was in the middle of a casino and yeah. there was, you know, there's like a few hundred people watching. Yeah. But it wasn't like a packed arena or anything. It was in the middle of a casino. Like literally middle of a casino in the, floor. In the casino wow. floor. Okay. And in the middle, Tyson just goes, I left something in my car. I have to get it. Just come with me, David. <laughs> the in the middle of the fucking fight. So yeah. as we're going uh, to his car uh-huh. outside in the parking lot. Where we're, <laughs> I'm trying to talk to him and I'm trying to segue into a conversation where I could just talk really light to him. Yeah. But I'm just like, hey, you know, Mike, like I loved watching you box. Uh-huh. You know, later on in your life, like when you were, I was super young, so I didn't get to see a lot of your earlier fights. Mm-hmm. But you know, I saw a lot of the read ones. And I became a huge fan. I was like, my boy PJ, like you, you shouted him out. I'm trying to make this connection, just desperate as fuck, yeah, right? Yeah. But he's being super fucking nice to me, like uh-huh. super chill. Yeah. Right. And the crazy thing is, in the dream, Mike Tyson starts dropping like these these gems of knowledge on me and i'm like as he does though as yeah. he does he's an intelligent so, guy man so i was telling him it's like yo man i don't know how you do boxing like it's such a spectacle mm-hmm. it's very difficult for people to perform you know specifically as a performance sport and also as one of the most dangerous sports out there which yeah. is boxing all these blows to the head yeah he goes hey let me tell you something um 
the, the reason why we do what we do, he's talking to me as if I'm a boxer, right? <laughs> he goes, it's because 99% of people can't do what we do. And the rest, like you and me, we're winners. Those people, they're fucking losers. <laughs> he goes, those people, they watch us. It's a spectacle. Yeah. They just kind of watch what we do and they wish what we th- they could do what we do, but they can't. Yeah. So they're fucking losers, David. And I'm just sitting there like, damn, that shit deep, son. <laughs> this is my dream. Yeah. And I, I woke up and I actually wrote it in my phone because of what he said. And yeah. I'm like, damn, <laughs> this motherfucker... <laughs> I feel like he did DMT and he uh, flew into my head. Yeah. <laughs> Dog, where did I write that shit? I literally wrote it down. Oh, maybe it's in my, oh, you know what? I, I wrote it in a group chat to my oh, buddy. Okay. Let me show you exactly what he fucking said. Hold on a second. But I mean, it's not uh what you're saying isn't isn't really like far fetched from, you know, some of the things he 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 would say mm-hmm. or have said. Watch what this fool said. He dropped knowledge. He goes so I, I kind of wrote to these dudes. Mm-hmm. He goes, in the middle of the fight, we went to the parking lot to get something. And he was explaining to me how most people in life are fucking losers. He said, look at this boxing match we're doing in the middle of the day. People watch us because they can't do what we do. They have opinions about something they could never do in their lives. So they feel better about themselves. Mm-hmm. I'm like, damn. Yo, Mike Tyson deep as fuck. He said this to me in my dream. Yeah. Watch if I meet him in person and be like, did you remember what I said <laughs> I in your dream hey, last David. night, David? Yeah. I heard you would make you fun of me on your podcast. I'm going to bite your ear off and fuck you in the ass that you love me, you little bitch. No, but like some of the things he said to you in your dream are things he's, he's actually talked about. You oh, know? see, there it goes. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like, uh, it's not far-fetched at all. I mean- that's like completely in line with something Mike Tyson would say and has said um, in the past. And man, like speaking of Mike, dude, I remember um, towards like the tail end of his career, that fight against Lennox. I actually yeah. ordered that pay-per-view. Oh, and, did you? Yeah, yeah. So this is when I was in high school still, I think. And then, um, you know, just invited people over to watch it. It was so fucking disappointing, man. I was like, dude, Mike, what happened to you, man? Because like... I wasn't a fan of boxing when I was like in elementary or anything, but growing up in the nineties, you knew who the fuck Mike Tyson was, yep. you know, and, and, Ferocious, and, youngest heavyweight champion. Yeah. And, and like, even if you didn't watch all his fights, you know, you caught random like clips here and there of like how destructive his power was. And so like, you know, we didn't know, or I didn't know that Mike was really at that point in his career to me in my mind was this indestructible motherfucker mm-hmm. is, is going to kill this guy. It's going to bite his I didn't even off. know who Lennox Lewis was, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I wasn't familiar with the boxing world. Like, I only knew, like, headliner names. Like, Oscar De La Hoya, you know, uh, what was it? Floyd, uh, Floyd Mayweather, you know, Mike Tyson. And so, in my mind, I was thinking, dude, Mike's going to fucking wreck this dude. And then, yes, it was a pretty sad thing to watch, man. He, he, it was hard. He was at the tail end of his career. Yeah, he got Lennox, outclassed completely. Lennox Lewis had uh, an amazing jab. And yeah. I actually use uh, Lennox's... When I spar, I use mm-hmm. Lennox's Lewis's... Lennox's Lewis's... <laughs> <laughs> I, use, I use his jab style, which yeah. is like... It's very odd because you'll see people with like a tight shell. And mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure boxing experts can agree with this. Mm-hmm. But this is what I've seen from when I watched Lennox Lewis box. Mm-hmm. And you'll see him train people. He, he has like a half jab, meaning that uh-huh. he actually already extends half his jab out. Yeah. So he pops people with it really well. Uh-huh. And with somebody with Mike Tyson who fights on the inside, yeah. he just manages distance right, really well. So right. Lennox Lewis had that jab that would manage distance yeah. super fucking good. And he had the height and length against him too. For sure. But that was always with Mike though. Mike yeah. was always a shorter guy. He's yeah. actually a 
very, very short heavyweight. Right, right. That's why he had that weird peekaboo style where he would get <laughs> yeah, in. Yeah, yeah. His head know. movement was crazy, you know? Dude, the Roy Jones Jr., he still got it. Yeah. It's fucking nuts watching him move like that yeah. at the age of almost 60. It's like, what the hell? How do you move this well? How do you? How are you still in this, like, peak shape that people could only hope and dream for in their prime? And they got tested for steroids. They're, he's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, how the fuck does he not have steroids? He's just a specimen. Yeah. You know, he's just a fucking specimen. Like, the, the dude is gifted with like physical prowess and and he's, that's why he's able to still do that at fucking 55 years old or whatever oh i'm, I'm still always amazed about how fucking smart he is dude yeah Especially dude. when he speaks it's yeah. just so refreshing like the way he was talking to me in that dream <laughs> dude that shit was knowledge right there yeah to the point where i wrote it down yeah so i mean here's here was the thing with mike like throughout his life was that you know he, he he's a he's a very like well-read guy right there's a lot of reading he knows his shit but because he was in prison, all he, had, all he had was a dictionary to read every day. <laughs> no, the, the the difference and the the difference between like polarizing and ridiculous Mike and intelligent Mike, it's just a fine line, and it's yeah. really ego. Once the ego is removed out of it, right? Once Iron Mike is removed out of it, he can he can speak very calmly, intelligently. Once you inject the ego part of it, the emotion part of it, and and like the status part of it, then he says some really outlandish shit. That makes oh. him come across as like just ridiculous guy. He was born in the wrong generation. He For should sure. have been born like uh, like three hundred years back. He, <laughs> would have, he would have been a marauder. He would have been a king of some land. <laughs> yeah, just dominating. <laughs> just just literally fucking Rating. people up and just just having thirty six whip concubines. Yeah, having eighty children all he across. He just the world. comes in a ship by himself. I'm here to dominate you. Guys. <laughs> I know. I'm here to take over. It's <laughs> gonna come here and just beat everybody there. No spears, no guns, no nothing. Biting ears off, wearing it as a necklace. This oh. is what I do. But you know what, what happened recently? What people wanted to talk about for us to talk about, and I saw a lot of these stuff on on Twitter was Kimye, Kanye, Kanye Kimye, yeah. right? Which I don't know why people ever get surprised that celebrities break up. Like this is something that's. It's almost like a definite. I'm mm -hmm. more surprised when celebrities stay together. Yeah, for sure. That's that's more uncommon mm -hmm. because, like the, I mean, what we just talked about, how different their world is, and and just like how strange their life is when you kind of mirror it against normal life. Yeah. Um. It's it's a it's it's a surprise that they don't fucking go crazy and that they could hold normal relations or somewhat I feel normal. Like when you have that much money and power, it's like, why not? Yeah. Who are you to tell me I can't do this? Yeah. I'm fucking rich. I'm yeah. balling. I have power. Like people literally do whatever I tell them to do. Yeah. Why the fuck can I go ahead and fuck a horse? <laughs> you know, how come this baboon can't come over here and jerk me off while I'm eating yeah. my sandwich? Like, I don't, yeah. I think this is like the weird shit that rich people think about. Yeah. That, and I think that's why there's rumors about, like, I think there was a rumor that John Legend was like bisexual or some shit. Like oh yeah. That. I remember that. What, wasn't that from like a, kind of the tell all like that girl who, like slept with all these people in Hollywood and then she just kind of wrote a book about it kind of uh, exposing something like yeah. that I, I just remember that it was something like that and there were it was multiple people it wasn't just John yeah Legend. yeah yeah it yeah. wasn't like Eddie Murphy was in there you know um, Jamie Foxx or yeah, something like that yeah, too yeah so it, it was it was I don't know how much credibility and truth there is to it but I wouldn't be surprised to tell you the truth you do, know do, do you know who uh, Jeffree Star is no, who's so Jeffrey Star is this huge. I guess like he did music with, um, with like Nicki Minaj had mm -hmm. a collab with her and some shit. But Jeffrey Star is uh, he's actually a huge makeup makeup brand person. Okay. So owns like a multi million dollar makeup brand. Wow, huge, gigantic, yeah. balling out of his fucking mind. <laughs> there was a rumor going on uh -huh. that 
the reason why Kim Kardashian and uh, Kim K and Kanye broke up was mm -hmm. because he was uh, sleeping with this dude, Jeffree Star. <laughs> and Jeffree Star is like a huge social media guy. That's where he mm -hmm. started off from. Okay. So that was like this big rumor that was going on because I guess they live in the same state in like Wyoming or something or they uh -huh. own like same property. Uh -huh. And there was a few tweets back in the day saying like, yo, it was great meeting you or whatever. But the rumor went around that Kim Kardashian or Kanye was cheating on Kim K with Jeffree Star. He was getting his sick, his dick sucked by this dude. <laughs> Isn't that fucking nuts? Oh man, it's it to a normal person, yes. To to for their standards and their lifestyle, not so much. You That's know? what I'm saying. Sometimes I wonder too because uh, I, I guess it was put out because Jeffree Star's like this is the dumbest thing ever. What because we had the same house in the same state. Mm -hmm. Oh, but, he actually commented on it? Yeah, because he said uh, this was like the most stupidest fucking rumor yeah. he's ever heard in his life, yeah. right? <laughs> and then fucking, uh, how it started was from a TikTok star. Uh-huh. Uh, do, you, do you remember when st people were going around licking uh, toilet seats? Yes. During the corona thing? Yes. So this is the TikTok star that started that. Oh, my God. So this TikTok star's like, whole career is based off doing stupid shit, yeah. right? Because it's yeah. the only talent that they have is to get attention. Yeah. And so, licking, and so just threw the rumor out there. Threw the rumor out there, and so I guess like that's what this person's new thing is 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 starting rumors. Uh, that that definitely doesn't surprise me. And a hundred percent, I'm almost a thousand percent sure because this person went public and said that it's completely fake. Mm -hmm. Like you know, I was just bored. I was like on some shit, and I just says I'm pretty sure Kanye's team legal illegally contacted her for libel and slander. <laughs> yeah, and so for just sure. like, if you don't take this shit down, we're gonna yeah. fuck up your whole life. Yeah, and so that's I'm a million percent sure that's what happened. I mean, they they should have pressed charges against them you know uh i mean these people these people need to be hold account held accountable for their actions man you can't just you know act like you can just say whatever the fuck you want and get away with it because you have a platform Dog, one of my favorite things to look up mm -hmm. on youtube is pranksters getting their ass beat that's like my that's my favorite <laughs> shit dude like when they when they fuck with the wrong person and yeah. they end up like like getting the shit beaten out of yeah. them. Yeah. I don't know why I like it so much. Yeah. It, it feels so satisfying. That, like a sneeze. That, that just reminded me of that guy. Um, uh, you know that that YouTuber um fucking Magic of Rahat or something like that? That uh -huh. Indian dude who used to do magic, you know, out in the streets and shit like that. He was he was a pretty big YouTuber, you don't remember? Oh, I hate magic, dude. That's okay. Fine. Okay. Well anyway, like You yeah, have one card and then <laughs> two card and then No, no, no. He's not like that. Uh but yeah, he recently resurfaced and and I guess there was this, he took this long hiatus for like two years because there were accusations of um, a homeless guy that he had helped. So he helped this homeless guy by giving him um, a house or a place to live. And then <gasps> I remember this video, it went viral. Yeah, yeah. So he's a magician. Yeah, he's a magician. I think his name is Rahat. Let me, let me look it up just to be sure. But yeah. he, he, he was a big YouTuber, bro. I'm pretty sure you've seen. I, I know that video though, but you know, I don't, I don't, I've never really watched YouTube that much. Oh, except yeah. For you know, stupid. Yeah, shit. yeah. It's Magic of Rahat. That's his name. Mm -hmm. But anyway, yeah, there was like that. Uh, the whole controversy was that he raised money for this homeless guy he was trying to help, um, and then the homeless guy turned around and basically said, "Yeah, he didn't give me that money, and like he basically fucked me over." And um, really, so yeah. he just did like a stunt video. That that's what the homeless guy was claiming. Okay, right. So it's a uh, he smoked it all away. <laughs> No, and then and then he recently this guy Rahat came back, uh, resurfaced and is addressing those claims. And basically, he never addressed it before. Yeah, so he 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 just basically went quiet and went dark for two two like two years. 
Um, but <laughs> do my biggest act yet. I'm going to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> and just Watch stop. my career go, <laughs> go away. <laughs> no, but, um, so his reasoning was, was that it kind of sent him into like a downward uh, spiral of depression. He's like, I hate this world. Yeah. Because like he was going out on a limb to help this person using his platform to really help somebody in need. And he was like, he had no other agenda in his heart other than just help. Mm -hmm. Right. And wow, here's this guy who turns around and just basically slanders him and, and like throws around falsehoods and, and just straight up lies about. And then people automatically believe him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And and people just basically torched his ass. Right. And he started, he, he came out and he basically. This podcast is brought to you by Purple, my friends. Let me tell you something. If you put a bunch of crap on a piece of dookie, is it still a piece of dookie? I'm talking about your bed right now because you could do the same stuff with pillows. You could put a pillowcase over a piece of crap pillow, but it's still going to hurt that neck later. Well, that's because you don't have a purple pillow or a purple mattress. And no, not all mattresses and pillows are created the same. You know this. Ask your spine. The Purple Grid sets purple mattress apart from every other mattress. It's a patented comfort technology that instantly adapts to your body's natural shape and sleep style. We spend so much time sleeping you have to understand this i've been sleeping like a freaking king ever since i've been sleeping on my purple mattress it's quite impressive keeps me nice and cool and helps me sleep like i have never slept before in my life experience the purple grid and you'll sleep like you never have before go to purple.com gb10 and use promo code gb10 for a limited time you'll get 10 percent off any order of $200 or more. That's purple.com slash GB10, promo code GB10 for 10% off any order of $200 or more. Terms apply. Said that he's been collecting evidence over the past two years um, to basically make the case. Damn, it took him that long? I mean, I guess it was a combination of being depressed and not wanting to, you know, be out in it's the like, public bro, eye. All you gotta do is, this is my bank account? <laughs> the money gone! Yeah, so so yeah, that's what, he show, that's what he's showing now. Yeah. Yeah, that he's coming out with all that stuff and now he's starting to get the favor of the people back again because... He, now I can do magic <laughs> once again. Yeah, yeah. and he, he's, he's kind of going back to his old ways, but yeah, it just kind of reminded me of that. Um, but what happened to this homeless dude? He literally smoked it away? Um... He, yeah, he was, he was, he had a drug problem. And so, well, first of all, magic of Rahat, <laughs> why don't you find somebody a little more deserving than this drug addict? What did you think was going to happen, dude? Well, you know, he, he, I think, I think he was just, uh, being a, a little bit naive and a little bit too optimistic. Cause I know cause there are homeless people out there who are out on their ass because yeah. of, you know, really bad circumstances. And yeah. They're out there with their kids and their family. Right, right. Maybe you should have found somebody else who didn't have a crack rock in yeah. his mouth while you were talking yeah. to him. Yeah. So like, uh, I guess kind of the story behind it is, is that the dude kind of got back, fell back into drug use and needed more money. And like, there's, you know, accusations of like, he was holding like outlandish parties. Oh, 100%. Yeah, yeah, just kind of blowing the money, not using it very responsibly. I'm going to hold this crack rock in my dick skin, <laughs> yeah. and you got to smoke that shit out of it, baby. Like, what did you think was going to happen, yeah. dude? So, people don't know about like the homeless situation, specifically in this city. There's a lot of people that are homeless on purpose. Yeah. They like living in squalor. Yeah. They want to smoke their shit. They want to do drugs. They want to be out there and they don't want to follow society's rules. Yeah. I mean, 
Shit, man. LA's speaking of that, LA's homeless problem is so fucking out of control. You saw now. Little Tokyo, right? Shit Dude, looks post apocalyptic as it's fuck. Not, it's not just Little Tokyo now, though. It's like everywhere. K Town, right? Oh, K Town, too? Yeah, it's spreading out further into downtown. Bro, I was driving by City Hall, LA City Hall, right? There's a fucking homeless encampment, just a row, and then they just fenced off right where it gets to City Hall so that they can't get anywhere near there. And it's like, bro, it's like on your fucking doorstep now, you know? And and like the spread of it has gotten so out of control that you s- literally see homeless encampments in every part of the city. Every part of LA, you'll see it. it, it it's like, you'll see it in Hollywood, you'll see it in Cape I wonder Town. what happened because they were managing it before. So why did they stop managing uh, it? I don't, I, don't, I don't think there was ever really like a tight hold on managing the problem, you know? And, and, and what happened was during the pandemic, a lot of these businesses had to shut down or, or at least close temporarily. And homeless people were like, great, let's just set up camp there now. Because we previously couldn't go there because there's a lot of foot traffic there. There's, you know, business happening there. But then nobody's coming through there anymore. Right, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to start getting some duct tape. And I'm going to put cardboard boxes all over the streets. So it's just B-boys doing Dude. windmills. <laughs> they, can't, they, they can't do shit. Bro, is Venice Beach along the whole fucking boardwalk? Dude, just encampment. Like the, down the, the whole street. This is the hard part too. And I don't think people understand how... It's hard to manage the homeless situation because a lot of it is by choice. Mm. So, how, you well, have, it's hard. It's hard to say that because there's definitely a good amount of people who ended up there because of you know mental problems, right? Once funding ran out for some of these institutions and facilities, where did they end up? They I mean, up, when I was volunteering, they yeah. said that was very true. Like yeah, four four years ago. Yeah, he goes, but now it's like because I volunteer when I first moved to LA, I volunteered yeah. at homeless shelters all the time. Yeah, so. But from what I was being told was like, if these people want to get food, they, oh, can, they get they, it. They can get food. Like we have these facilities yeah. here. They can get three square meals a day. Yeah. Yeah. They go. So when they ask you for money, it's, it's for alcohol or drugs. It's yeah. Like, this is like an issue that they've been dealing with for a very long time. I'm not sure if that's really the case. This is what was told to me while I was volunteering. Right. Mm-hmm. So like for me, from what I've seen, like th- there's definitely people out there who are homeless because they're homeless. Yeah. But I think specifically in that skid row Venice mm-hmm, Beach mm-hmm. area. Oh, there's definitely a like, drug problem. Those, there's no doubt about like, it. Those pockets. I'm not talking about, you know, these other areas, but specifically in Skid Row, mm-hmm. Venice Beach, mm-hmm. like these high street traffic metropolitan party areas. Mm-hmm. They are doing drugs, <laughs> you know? Oh, you see them do it openly on Dude, the on the fucking street. There, there, there was an instance where they created a synthetic drug that was killing these motherfuckers. It's like, damn, motherfucker, like y'all can't get a job, but you know how to create a synthetic drug? The fucking bum king. You know, <laughs> bum king, I'm lost at. <laughs> the bum king, man. He's like, I need to get, mu- I need to get paid. That's so fuck. You cut that cocaine, not on my street. You cut it right over there, yeah. next to that garbage can, motherfucker. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's it's wild, man. It's fucking wild. Um, there's a guy uh, on YouTube. His name is uh, German in Los Angeles or something like that. He just basically goes around documenting the homeless problem in LA. Just go travels all around LA, mm-hmm. and, and that's that's his shit. That's what he does. And it's like, even places that I haven't visited during the pandemic, I see what it was before and what it is now. And I'm like, holy shit, man. And, you know, people might look at that and think, dude, it can't possibly be like, oh, it's shit's bad. fucking real out here, man. Like Little Tokyo, I went to eat there to go eat at one of my favorite ramen spots, mm-hmm. Rakan Ramen, right? Mm-hmm. Went there once. I haven't been back to Little Tokyo since. Yeah. Because it's bad. Yeah, it like, is. It just smells like shit and piss all over the place. It's it's fucking crazy because it's like 
a hop, skip, and away from some of these like luxury properties in downtown. You Dog, know? I saw. I don't even know what this dude was doing, but this fool busted open a fire hydrant. Right, he opened up a suitcase and started collecting water inside the suitcase. I'm like, yo, what? What the fuck am I looking at? Where are you gonna take this oh water, God. bro? Like, what the fuck is gonna happen? Right? I don't know, man. LA is just a weird city, too. I was thinking about this the other day, and specifically because I was looking up the uh, the whole Kim Kardashian thing. Mm-hmm. I look at Kim Kardashian's face, and I'm like, this is the face that set the standard for what people think beauty is in this city specifically. Right. right. It's kind of weird now, and I don't even know how to bring up this conversation because I'm a dude, so I'm mm-hmm. not a girl. I don't know what this is, what this what it's like to be a girl. Obviously, right. Mm-hmm. But there, there has been this weird shift that I've been seeing online where previously before it's, look, you are beautiful the way you are. Like there's so many things that you should appreciate about yourself and a lot of your differences should be celebrated. But now like the rhetoric is, well, if I can get surgery on my face, who are you to tell me I, I can't get exactly. that shit? So like what happened to this? So now what the positivity movement isn't, you know, love yourself because you're beautiful the way that you are and mm-hmm. these differences should be celebrated. Yeah. Now it's like mind your fucking business. It's respect my choice. Yeah, if I have if I have the money to change my face, this is my one body. I have one life to live. Mm-hmm. Why can't I change it? And I'm like, okay, there's that's a valid. It I guess is, that's pretty val- it is, valid too. It's valid, but I, I I don't necessarily, you know, uh agree with that sentiment. Yeah, I had to sit and think about it too, right? Because I'm like, oh, both points are really valid. I think the only thing that bothers me about that, right, when it comes to like physical beauty, right, is the the amount of emphasis that's put onto it, right? And mm-hmm. what it teaches the generation after us. Yeah. Right? Is that the like your looks are that fucking important. Like that's how important it is in your life. And the reason why I say this is because Tell me why the people who are so that are the most pro plastic surgery, change your nose, change your face, wear excessive amount of makeup or whatever happens to be in these huge metropolitan cities. But when I go back to a smaller town, which is where I'm from, that conversation doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Also, too, from my personal anecdotal uh, experience, right? Everybody I know that has gone through that type of stuff that that is so pro about it, they are constantly just berating people, telling people to do what they do. Like, oh, why you should do this, this, and that is completely okay. Why are, why do I have to go through, why do you have to give me this moral justification to why it's fine? Because, it, and it, what it sounds like is that you want, you want to feel okay with it unless, so you're trying to make other people feel okay with it, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But how often have we seen that I believe is a general truth that when people focus so much on stuff that's fleeting, such as physical beauty, which once again, we're all going to get old. Absolutely, man. Right? Absolutely. And when you put an emphasis on that so much, what does that do to you mentally? Right? Where does that put your value on as a person, as a human being? Which, by the way, like a lot of men have a responsibility in this as well. Because some of the dudes out there say some of the dumbest shit. They go, I don't like it when girls wear makeup. That's funny because you're the one that's jacking off to these girls on Instagram. <laughs> so you kind of set that standard for what beauty is, yeah, right? Yeah. What an attractive woman is. Because I hear a lot of dudes that go, I don't get why these girls, you know, inject their fucking big ass lips or whatever, right? Like I, it looks so stupid. I agree. Mm-hmm. I think they don't look human at all. Yeah. But, you're the one following them. Yeah. You're the one liking their photos. So you're right. sending a mixed message too. So it's just a weird situation, man. It I mean, but that's that's kind of like the status quo now, right? And and a lot of that is to blame is the you know, advent of social media. I mean, like you see kind of this definition of beauty, this culturally defined definition of beauty, uh, this uh, society's definition of beauty. And then you take that and then you just spread it around everywhere. And then 
all of a sudden it's just like everybody kind of looks like that talks like that acts like that and and it's like to kimye's testament like to like they're what they've done to influence that they've had they've had a huge influence oh for sure epitome of a power couple right both of their influence on culture um both of their influence on like uh kind of turning their brand into a business right i mean that's they, they were definitely the epitome of a power couple for better or worse you know they're, they're de- you definitely see a lot of negative effects of that too and at the end of the day it really comes down to you as an individual like you just kind of have to be aware of like what's out there and really be able to think for yourself on that whatever that topic is like let's say about beauty right if you're a girl looking at all these um instagram accounts of like people you follow that look a certain way you know you don't have to necessarily judge yourself by mirroring yourself to them that's them you know you're not ever gonna be them and so you don't have to worry about oh i don't look that way so i must not be attractive easier said than done obviously Mm -hmm. because when you're constantly being shoved down your throat this idea of this is what beauty is this is what beauty is then you're just reminded of I'm not that though, and I'm not that, and I'm not ever going to be that unless I do something about it. And so it really exploits your insecurities. Um, but yeah, I we, think it's hard. I think it's specifically hard because I said like these dudes, they talk a big game. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I, I like girls who don't really wear makeup. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't like these girls who are fake and plastic, but mm-hmm. that's the girl that you're following on Instagram and social media. Right. So it's like, yo, your actions don't speak the same as your words. So mind you, if the girl who is quote unquote naturally pretty, right? Mm-hmm. Has nothing done to her. She just mm-hmm. looks like an average girl. She's very cute. Yeah. Had the same amount of attention and love mm-hmm. and that was respected for her other attributes, her skills and her mind, mm-hmm. then maybe this conversation would be a little bit different. And once again too, like we're all we're all we're all animals, right? So obviously we're physically attracted to the things that we're physically attracted to. Mm-hmm. Right. But when we say things like the the type of girl that I like is this, but then your actions don't speak and they're the exact opposite. And then you get upset at the opposite gender for doing stuff that they think is going to attract you because that's what your behavior shows. Mm-hmm. Who are you to get angry at them or or even have an opinion on it? Yeah. And I think that's the part that gets really confusing for me. I just like think that I, I don't know. Like I, I don't know where that conversation shift happened. Like it's it happened with Kim K and then her uh her younger sister, uh the one that doesn't even look like herself at all anymore. Um, Kylie. Kylie. Yeah. That girl, I don't know who the fuck that is. Yeah. I saw a previous picture of her. I yeah. was like, yo. I mean, obviously she got worked on. I mean, she denies it, but it's. Denies yeah. it? Yeah. It's she doesn't clear. even look like the same. They're like, have you ever heard of makeup? Bitch, I know what makeup is. That's not just makeup. You look <laughs> yeah. like a different human being. You went from typical thin lip white girl yeah. to Saudi Arabian princess. Yeah, you don't right. even look like the same ethnicity. Yeah. Yeah. No, for you know, sure. And, and and it's like, when you look at that... This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare. Okay, I'm not going to do this. This podcast is brought to you by Skillshare, my friends. If you haven't heard of Skillshare, are you living under a rock and by yourself? 
without any skills to share. See what I did there? Listen, if you are a person out there that is trying to gain some new skills in your life, but you don't know where to start and you are suppressing your creativity, well, with Skillshare, you can find inspiration in the moment and learn how to express all of that with the great and amazing list of courses that you can learn from. If you are like me, you hate having to search for credible people to teach you things that you want to learn on your free time. And I'm talking about skills that you can learn for a side hustle, uh, things that you always wanted to do just for fun. And this is something outside of just traditional learning in a classroom. These are courses that you have at your fingertips whenever you want based on your schedule. And they really just get to the point. Listen, I'm actually taking a class right now that's teaching me how to uplift my space with plans because I don't know how to decorate my place with any plants. And a lot of you might think like, why would you need to know that? But you don't think about these things. Well, Skillshare even has courses on that and has helped me uplift my space to the max. Listen, my friends, explore your creativity at Skillshare.com slash brain and get a free trial of premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash brain. Bring color and beauty and fun to your year. Don't wait to accomplish the things that you want to do this year because you don't know where to start. Remember, that's Skillshare.com slash brain. It's hard. It's it's really hard to 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 separate that and be like, yeah, they're um, pretty or or handsome or whatever in their own right, and that's them. And they're celebrities, and and you know, it's their job to always look glamorous or fabulous or whatever because they have a platform, they have sponsorships, you know, they got brand deals, whatever. And so they have to carry themselves and present themselves in a certain way. But it's like that's not you though, dude. You know? Have have you seen? Um... Like the girls who'd get like the huge lip injections. Yeah, it's fucking disgusting. When they don't wear uh, lipstick with it, Mm -hmm. it looks fucking nuts. It looks like somebody socked their face. Yeah, it looks like they got stung by a bee. Yeah, you know, literally somebody went to town on their face. It's such a stupid fucking look. I I, like. I honestly think it's it looks ridiculous. Odd. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's what's culturally beautiful right now like in 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 this pop culture world and i'll i'll look at before and afters of of certain people that i know right and i'm like you already had beautiful big lips and you went bigger yeah you went extra how the fuck what were you thinking like why what who told you in your head or what did you see or what was fed to you that said that what you had wasn't good enough yeah and that this here was better yeah that's the part where i'm confused well see that's that's the part where the disconnect happens because like we cannot place ourselves in their mind and, yeah. and, and know their thoughts, right? Obviously, there is a sense of insecurity enough for it to drive that type of action and decision. But the thing is, it's like at the end of the day, you you got you got to be able to to be able to separate that and be able to love yourself. Like you said, looks are fleeting. Everybody's going to get old and saggy, and then we're just going to be fucking dirt in the ground at some point. Yeah. Like this this very short and, and temporary period of time where, where or, or actually, you know, I take that back because they could keep getting fucking work done into their 50s, into their 60s, into their 70s to try to maintain. And then all of a sudden you just become like, what are you anymore? You know, it's the weirdest thing when the most and I and I want to see somebody who is the opposite, right? When I see like, I mean, I, it it exists, and once again, I'm saying it from the the small group amount of people that I've ever been around. Mm-hmm. And every person that has 
maybe I had a conversation with that mm-hmm. was a girl that you know had a lot of stuff done, and I'm not attacking. I'm just just genuinely curious, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know these people, and they know it too. They always had like the most. They have the biggest issues with self esteem mm-hmm. and how they how they look. For sure, because because nothing is ever enough, right? So when they, because what'll happen is it's like, listen, oh, I just wanted to get this done, and then a year later I see them later. I was like, oh, I wanted to get this done. Yeah, I wanted to get the, and then it's just. It's it's a snowball. It becomes effect. an addiction. Yeah, and I'm like, what happened to just the one thing that you said that that's all you ever needed? But then because that's the that's the gateway, yeah. like a drug. You the know what I mean? Drug, dude. Yeah. Once you once you get that done, you've already crossed over now. Yeah. Like, well, I already got this done. I mean, yeah, I would like to you know try this too. So once again, these are just thoughts. This is not really a hardcore opinion because once again, I'm a dude, so I don't I don't know what the fuck goes on in a girl's head. You no, know? I, look, I think we're entitled to our opinion too. I mean, huh. it's it's not like we're we're uh, psychologists here trying to like diagnose a problem right yeah. we're just we're we're observing and we're commenting on it right yeah. and i think we have a similar observation in that sense i look at that and i'm like that that's so fucking terrible that is so terrible especially for the psyche of like these teenager girls yeah. right to just constantly be, be bombarded with like this imagery and definition of beauty that they do not have that will be humanly unattainable in most cases the only way to get it is through surgery measures and so like you're 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 planting this idea in their head of like inferiority like you are not pretty you are not beautiful unless you get this yeah unless you look like this and the only way you're going to get that unfortunately because of uh, your genes is through this through this route because it also reminds me of the same thing that uh when i see people try to replace their value mm-hmm. based on the cool things that they buy with their money, mm-hmm. right? Like, for example, when it comes to clothing, right? Some people will wear that that Kanye West white T-shirt, mm-hmm. right? But to the layman's eye, it's just a white T-shirt. Mm-hmm. So you go out and you let people know, yeah. this is a Kanye West T-shirt. Exactly. Because you exactly. want to say to somebody like, yo, I'm better than you. Yeah. Like, I got this dope it's shit. It's status symbol, right? Yeah. You want to you wanna appear as if you're you know of a certain status maybe maybe not of a status that you actually are mm-hmm. but but having that on and you know what to each their own with how they want to spend their money that's completely up to them but i think that the real cancer of of like the situation within pop culture and society is the idolization of these celebrities that's the cancer because that's where all of this shit stems from yes Historically, ever since Hollywood has been created, the whole idea of creating a celebrity has been to sell, right? You're, you're selling something. You're selling an image. You're selling a movie. You're selling a TV show. You're selling a product. And in order to do that, you have to, you have to do certain things. But back then versus now, media hasn't been the same. Or media wasn't the same as it was back then as it is now. Now it's like in your face, like inches away from your face, constant, nonstop. Being reminded over and over again, yeah, pretty, uh, you know, pretty and handsome celebrities have existed for for decades, always. Mm-hmm. Just the difference now is how, how much frequent, it yeah, is. how frequently people consume what it is that they do in their lifestyle and and feel inferior to that. And I always tell people, um, I always say that I always tell people, but I really do. It's that there's it's gotten to the point now where people feel like they need social media. Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, if you work a job and you're living your life and it doesn't require you to have it, you don't need it. 
No, what, what, did the, what did this happen where it says that you need social media? Who says that? You do not. I need it. It's a yeah. part of my job. Right, like, right. I need it. Mm -hmm. You don't. Mm -hmm. Like, you actually don't need it. Yeah. So when they say, like, oh, this stuff is being shoved in my face, you are also participating in it, though. Nobody says you have to be on Instagram all the time, yeah. especially when it's not your job. Why, 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 while we're on this topic, why don't we uh, present a challenge to the watchers, your viewers, right? Try not using Instagram unless for you're one watching week. my page. Yeah, unless uh, <laughs> um, after you watch yeah. this, after you watch, no, but but it doesn't have to be like. I mean, sure, it would be ideal to do like a detox of social media in general. But let's say the one that you use the most, which for most people, I'm guessing is Instagram it's or Twitter, Pornhub. right? Okay, Pornhub. You know, <laughs> whatever social media outlet it is used, <laughs> just try for a week. Try, just try for a week not to use it. And I promise you, maybe like in the first like day or two or three, you're going to be jonesing and you're going to be like, fuck, I need to get on it. But then once you kind of get over that hump, how much it will simplify your life and, and just like make you feel uh, a little bit more at peace. You I'll know? tell you this, guys, right? I mean, I'm, and people know they follow me. I, up until maybe like a month ago, I, I rarely posted. <laughs> you yeah, know? yeah. Like it's, it's just, it's not that I don't, I, I like Instagram. I think there's a lot of fun stuff. It was just hard for me to be on the platform when the platform became uh, a marketplace, mm -hmm. right? Where mm -hmm. they were just selling me stuff all the time. Yeah. It started becoming really obnoxious. And then I started seeing people's posts change where they're, I, I started seeing less of people's personality and it started becoming more and more like YouTube mm -hmm. where everybody's content was exactly the same. Mm -hmm. And it's weird when I see people who aren't even in the space, right? I'm trying to... Trying yo, to sell me stuff. Check it out. Yo, check it out. <laughs> hey, yo, I'm about to do an IG live. Yeah. What, Shut to up, who? loser. To who? To who? <laughs> what are you talking about right now? You know? So when the platform started changing a little bit, like I started liking the platform less. Not from a moralistic standpoint. It just mm. became really boring, mm. you know? And so yeah. it was hard for me to post. And um, I, I think I started getting sucked up into, uh, you know what? Like I'm not going to have a really dope photo, so I'm not going to post. And mm -hmm. then I thought to myself, I'm like, what did I have an Instagram for in the first place? It was just to do dumb shit. Yeah. So now yeah. I just do dumb shit again. Yeah. And it started becoming a little more fun. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, for me, um, Instagram, I mean, I, I've talked about this with you before on the podcast, but it, it, it's, it was always more of like an extension of like my, my um, branding, I yeah, guess, yeah, so yeah. to speak. Right. And, and so like when I was doing music, even for like secret society stuff, it, it serves as a platform to, to build awareness for it. But for me personally, like because I enjoyed uh, taking photo or taking photos, it, it was just a hobby of mine. So I, I like to take photos and post it up. Um, and it, you know, whether I get one like on it or or three hundred likes on it or five, it, it that matter. really doesn't matter. I just did it for fun. But then it got to the point where I found myself like on having to like constantly post without even thinking about it. Yeah. And, and I'm just like, well, what am I doing? And so. Now for me, honestly, it's like most of the accounts of people that I don't know that I follow are, are, are things that I look for inspiration. So I don't really use Instagram anymore, but when I do pop into it, I just look, I follow like artists or like, you know, these outlets that, that yeah, showcase Yeah, and you're cool using shit. your Instagram on a personal scale, yeah, you yeah. Know, which is how it should be. It's yeah. like, it's a personal thing, yeah. you know, and that's how it originally started. And in fact, I remember Instagram's main thing was for you, it was for people to stay in touch with friends through pictures. Mm -hmm. Like Facebook does, except without words, is with yeah, pictures instead. Yeah. So it's a way for you to connect with people that um, you don't see often. But you know what the problem is, is that anytime 
you're able to monetize something. It just changes the platform. Yeah, it changes the game up. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, and like I said, I I don't obviously you know social media is a huge part of my life. Like I don't want to demonize it like that, but I want people to understand that you have a choice to partake in it or not. Mm-hmm. You have to be very now. You have to be more so than ever very conscious of the stuff that's being fed to you. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's happening without you knowing. Yeah. So if you are conscious of it, then you can control it a little bit. For better. sure. For sure. And I don't even think it has to be an extreme of you partake in it or not. Even if you partake, how you partake in it. It's very important. Right? Yeah. Um, and, and 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 that's that's really the point to drive home is is like if you're using these platforms, nothing wrong with it, but just be aware of of like what the intention is of these brands or these celebrities. Like what are they trying to achieve mm-hmm. by by posting what they post? Uh, promoting what they promote, talking about what they talk about. Usually, if you connect the dots, there's a dollar tied to the end of it. Yeah, and and because that's the case, they're trying to manipulate you in some way. I mean, that's yeah. that's essentially what marketing is, right? Yeah. Um. Listen, I've 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 been looking to buy like an electric bike, right? Mm-hmm. I have one right now. It's mm-hmm. but it's an electric road bike. It's mm-hmm. it's mainly for my commute stuff. Yeah. But I want that one that goes like. <laughs> 40 miles an hour on my 60 ass. miles per hour and bro. that shit right there is like five grand <laughs> i know and i looked up one yeah. and then i have like 80 ads for electric yeah, bikes for they, sure they know what they doing for sure i almost bought one yesterday i was like your boy ain't got the money like that yo you want me to tell you some trippy ass shit remember um when me you khalif and ray we briefly talked about clifford the red dog yeah, yeah. real shit bro that night i went home and i opened up youtube on my tv mm-hmm that one of the first suggestions I got was the trailer for Clifford the Red Dog movie. Isn't that crazy? I'm like, yo, there is no point in my fucking history of searches or whatever. That you've ever looked that yes. up. Yes. But all of a sudden, I get a suggestion for the fucking trailer for Clifford the Red And it just so happens that there's a movie coming out. That's crazy. Yeah. I was like, all right, man. I could chalk that up as coincidence, but I think that's pretty ridiculous. Watch this. You know? Penis size, penis size, penis size, penis size, penis size, penis size. I'm going to add this. Do you think your dick is too small? Yeah, exactly. And there's a ruler, ruler next to a fucking a human diagram of a dick. <laughs> that's nuts though, man. Yeah. Like, everything is so integrated. I think that's why now more than ever, we're seeing a lot of people unplug and go to these Airbnbs mm-hmm. because of how connected we are to our, our, our technology. Yeah. Like when I wake up, the first thing I do in the morning is look at my phone and I'm mm-hmm. like, what am I doing, dude? Yeah, yeah. Like, why am I doing this yeah. shit? That's why I like biking so much lately. Like even when I bike, I don't even have headphones on. Mm. I just bike. Just enjoy the, the peace and the scenery, right? Exactly. I bike, I hear the wind and that's really about it. Yeah. Occasionally if I want to listen to like a playlist or music or mm-hmm. if I'm really into some, some kind of... Uh, some new artists. Yeah. I'll put on some music. But even when I drive now, I don't even have music on sometimes. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, truth be told, not like you can do anything else much these days. That's true. <laughs> that's all you really got, right? Yeah. It's, I'm going to go ride my bike. <laughs> I know. All I've been doing is riding my bike everywhere. Today was actually the first time I actually put gas in my car in three weeks. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been a long time. Actually, you know what? That's kind of been the average for me too. Like once yeah. every three weeks because I'm not fucking going anywhere. Yeah, it's COVID, baby. Yeah, I'm just at home, man. I'm fucking chilling. Uh, you know, working, playing games on my free time. Like, I mean, social media did one good thing. I mean, I don't know if it's a good thing because a part of it was because of cancel culture, but there's mm-hmm. a lot of stuff that people can't get away with, mm-hmm. right? And we're going to talk about this uh, thing that um, it happened like a couple of weeks ago, which you didn't even know about, but it was, uh, there was this company of, uh, it's this company in Texas. I think it was about three, it was three women mm. who decided that they wanted to rebrand Mahjong because it needed a facelift, right? We're talking about something here that's very culturally important 
to Asian people. Mm-hmm. Mahjong. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a very, very old game. And there has been a lot of other iterations. I think like Gin Rummy or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's an American version of it as well, right? Yeah. But it's this weird, weird feeling. And I, you know, when I looked at it, I, I personally don't want to flip out every time somebody does something culturally insensitive, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's fucking exhausting. I get tired. I get tired as shit, right? Yeah. And so sometimes I got to check myself. I'm like, are you just being irritated just to be irritated? But the more and more I looked at this, I'm like, who do you bitches think you are? <laughs> you know? No, like, exact, that's the exact <laughs> question that, who the fuck do you think you are? Yeah. To, to, who the fuck appointed you to, to, to say, you know what? This game needs a fucking refresh. This game that millions of people, if not billions of people, enjoy in its current iteration, the current iteration has been the same for hundreds of years. These symbols, they need a refresh, a more modern refresh. Bitch, there's a language on that shit, ho. What are you talking about right now? And like, who the fuck is your PR person that was sitting there saying like, you know what, Janine? This is a good idea. That's a fantastic idea. <laughs> Fire right. this woman. Yeah. Or guy. Whoever fuck, the fuck, fuck it is. Fuck those chinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what they're doing. Their eyes are too small to be able to even see. No. And the audacity is that they were trying to sell it for like $500, $400 sets for something that typically costs $30 or $40. That's fucking crazy, man. And what Asian person didn't think about this before? You fuck... <laughs> So nah, they're they're too busy fucking placing the bets in the casinos <laughs> the, the way yeah. it, it already is, man. Like they're that's not thinking about changing the game up. I remember my grandpa playing mahjong with his friends. What's it called in Korean? I don't know what it's called in Korean. Um, I don't know. I don't know. What uh, it I can't is. remember the fucking name. But yeah. my my grandpa used to play that shit. Mm-hmm. You know, all the mm-hmm. time with his with his fucking old ass little crinkly ass friends. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I just remember. So when I hear this stuff that's very culturally important, yeah. like Pan-Asian, like very culturally important to us, right? It's something yeah. that we really, really enjoy. That's like somebody coming up to me and telling me like, you know, somebody takes, uh, like Yunori, like we play that. Yeah. You know, like a New Year's game. Yeah. And they go, you know what? This isn't dope enough. And, you know, and all of a sudden white people are like, have you heard of Yunori? <laughs> you know, and they rebrand and they sell these little wooden sticks yeah. for eight. And this is something that we do every New Year's. Yeah. Right? That's culturally important to yeah. what signifies it's 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 personal, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you take that and you want to profit off of it because what you put in your words is that it's not good enough the way it was. Yeah. But now that we've touched it, yeah. Like now these Americans exactly. have touched it. It's exactly. Exactly. That that's the part that is the most irritating about it. Is like you have no connection to this. Yeah. It's it like you it's it it has you have no connection to like the cultural importance of it or or just like the history of it. And all of a sudden you just decide you're gonna make make a fucking bold decision and say, you know what, this shit is whacked the way <laughs> it is. It's basically what they're saying. Yeah, and and on top of that, we're gonna fucking charge you five hundred dollars for this and make money off of it. It's like the audacity, man, the audacity of some of these fucking people. It's 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 mind blowing. But like you said, you can't let this shit bother you too much because there's too much of it. There's yeah. too much of it going on, and it's like if 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 you let it. Uh, like bother you on a deep level whenever you you hear about the shit or see the about shit read about this shit it's you're just not going to have a happy life man so check this out so it goes when the sets released the marketing copy on the mahjong lines website was which has been taken down touted them as being modern and fun as opposed to traditional mahjong that tiles that were all the same mm-hmm. it's like what were you thinking when you put that out when you said that yeah, how the fuck were people not going to feel like they were being dissed? Look, look at what you've, you're saying traditional. Yeah. Traditional. That's a key word there. Mm-hmm. There's tradition behind that. 
You don't just fucking say, I'm going to change tradition because I feel like it. Because I feel like I know more than all the other people who partake in this game. And I think it's whack. Yeah. The sets range from $325 to $425. How do they justify that? What's their reasoning? I don't what, fucking know. Do they know. say like they use some premium like tiles or something? Or like, I mean, what... what what is the reasoning for that? That it, shit better be made out of some fucking rare elephant tusk, <laughs> right? Like, but better th- not there has because to I love be something. I mean, if they're going to ch- try to justify charging that much, they have to like point out something mm-hmm. of why it's such a premium set. It can't just be on the idea of we revamp the game to how we see fit, that w- the way we think is better. That mm-hmm. can't just be the selling point. It's It's just so weird, right? And... Like I said, like I'm always trying to think about, you know, yo, David, are you fucking tripping? You know, but when I look at the design, it starts to irritate me, you know, and like this is the modern representation of what it is. Mm. You know, it, it looks like scribble scrabble that you see on a five-year-old white girl's wall, you know, and this is supposed to be the modernized fun version. I cannot believe they're trying to charge fucking few hundred bucks for that shit, man. That's Isn't that crazy? That's out of control. Four hundred twenty-five dollars for that shit. Yeah. So what happened? Like you said, they took it down. So like, they did took they get it down backlash? I, I wonder. I think they had to do a public apology. They uh-huh. took it down because this was a huge, rightfully so, man. You know, rightfully so. And there's going to be people out there who aren't a part of this culture that 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 are going to say, "Well, it's in America, a mixing of all these cultures. There's a lot of reiterations." Yeah, but there's some things that are so culturally deep that you just don't fuck with, right? And this was one of those things. Well, no, I mean, yeah, America is is definitely like a mix of cultures and like a, you know, huge melting pot of of different people, different uh from different countries, but they there's still preservation of culture and tradition mm-hmm. within like uh, you know, their background. And so like to say yeah, we're just going to take some, I, I don't, I mean, I just think it's ridiculous that it, the, the audacity is what, what, uh, the audacity yeah. is the thing dude. that's shit. Yeah. That's the part that fucking bothers me, man. Yeah. Again, the question that pops up in your head is who the fuck do you think you are? Who the fuck do you think you are? Um, yeah. uh, so this is like some of their descriptions that they put on it. They go, some have asked, what is the real Mahjong? Well, all the, ma- well, all the madness of Mahjong began in China hundreds of years ago. So they own that distinction fair and square when an american businessman named joseph babock babick babcock returned from working overseas in china he brought the game with him in the 1920s it became a national craze upon the publication of babcock's book rules for mahjong the red book of rules over the over time the game evolved from the original chinese version to be distinctly american with the addition of jokers to the game like it's even that description sounds like a diss mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. they go and specifically in this type of rhetoric and you could tell whoever wrote this stuff is already irritated mm-hmm. just by how they wrote it like yeah. i'm sick and tired it sounds like i'm sick and tired of people saying that this is just for chinese people yeah that's how it sounds like when you're writing this <laughs> yeah. and it's not even like it was done on accident this person who wrote this yeah. is clearly irritated that people think that it's only a chinese thing even yeah. though it was re it's a reiteration that's been done in america yeah it's already seen in the rhetoric so you guys couldn't even put your emotions behind when you wrote this shit to the point where you had to sneak this in a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So there's like problems like that. You have a business. What the fuck were you thinking? You know what I mean? And like, you know, this is the part that bothers me too. It goes, uh, oh, <laughs> this part right here. Uh, well, all of the madness of Mahjong began in Chinese, uh, in China hundred, hundreds of years ago. So they own that distinction. Fair and square. Fair and square. 
What the fuck does that <laughs> mean, bitch? <laughs> yeah. You might as well have just called them chinks. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, those chinks made the game fair and square. Fair and square, fine, <laughs> whatever. But, yeah. but, but, yeah, we think them slant-eyed motherfuckers yeah. did not know what they're looking at. And, and the game was, was not fun the yeah. way it was. It's just so stupid. Like, I just want to meet the people who are behind this thinking that this was a good idea. And I think, like, the problem is, is that Ugh, man, I and I hate always like talking about race shit all the time, but it's something that's kind of important because I want people to get it that the reason why some of this stuff becomes like fucked up, it's like I, I talk about it. Uh, here's a great example. Um, we talk about this in these lunchbox stories, right? Mm-hmm. Where back in the day, it may not be like this now in like California or a lot of progressive cities where uh, people usually get made fun of for eating their oh, cultural bro, food. It was at embarrassing. School. It, it was, was embarrassing. embarrassing shit. I was I was so fucking ashamed. Like yeah. you know, I tell my mom, hey, don't ever pack me this shit again. Yeah. Like everybody was like, What's this smell? Like, oh, mm-hmm. that's nasty. I was like, just pack me a sandwich. Like yeah. every other kid is fucking getting, you know? You know, <laughs> you know, our parents are making this bomb ass fucking yeah, food. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I want the craft singles. Yeah. I want that wonder bread yeah. and that government and that cheese. Fucking mystery meat. <laughs> yeah. You know? You better give me that disgusting shit right now <laughs> yeah. because I want to fit in. Yeah. I mean, I was a little different. Like I remember my parents would tell me not to take Korean food. Mm-hmm. But I'm like one of those assholes that never gave a fuck. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, no, I'm gonna take the kimchi fried rice. And my mom's like, no, you're not taking yeah. that. I'm like, no, I'm going to take it. No, I mean, you know? like, when you're in elementary, though, like, first, second grade, right? Yeah, it's hard. It's it's rough, bro. Because, like, that's when you, it's a moment where you recognize you're different, you know? You, you might have felt like, oh, it's all good. And then you bring out something like food that's so tight, closely tied to culture. And then it's like, whoa, that shit's fucking nasty, yeah. bro. What the fuck is like, that? Dude, I remember... um. One of these kids brought uh, chow mein to school, right? Mm-hmm. And this kid kept on making fun of him, saying he was eating worms. You know what I mean? Like, and I just never, I'm like, bitch, you ate Chinese yeah, you food. You fucking eat noodles? Who the fuck doesn't eat noodles? Yeah, you, you know, know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. It's like, you're over here eating fucking ragu spaghetti, ho. Yeah. The fuck are you talking about? Yeah, I don't understand if it was like kimchi or some shit, or you know? Or like fucking yeah, silk worms. Yeah, some, some. <laughs> well, okay, <laughs> that's, that's even Koreans. <laughs> I'm like, yo, you what know, the fuck are yeah, you eating? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely a smaller, you know, group of people who like that shit. But it's but, noodles, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And that was the weird thing too. And I think just to tie back to what I was saying is like the reason why this becomes something where it becomes a little personal, it's like, yo, you used to make fun of me for this shit. You actually belittled me because I mm-hmm. like my cultural food. Mm-hmm. But now that you eat it, suddenly it's socially acceptable. But, but but let me tell you that you made it fair and square, but we're gonna re <laughs> <laughs> We made it better. Yeah. You know? Fair and square. Yeah. So so yeah, I mean, don't you think that yeah, we should feel a certain way about that shit. Yeah, yeah. You bully sure. some of these kids. Sure. Like you made fun of them. You made them feel ashamed of their culture. You try to strip their culture away. Yeah. But now that you say it's cool. Yeah. The now, way you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And now you're mad at us for telling you like, yo, what the fuck is going on? And yeah. now we're the assholes. So yeah. it's a lose-lose situation for, sure. for us. For sure. And that's the only perspective that I want people to understand. And that's why you have to be a little culturally. Because there's a history of, mm-hmm. of people ridiculing people for for loving their culture. Yeah. Like we had to conform to what you did. Yeah. Maybe not so much for me, but I understand it from other people's perspective where it was even more extreme than I had it yeah. when I was a kid. And, and not even necessarily a thing of loving your culture. Like when you're that young, that's just what it is. That's yeah. your li- That's what you're born into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I eat rice every fucking meal at home. Mm-hmm. There's nothing unusual about it until you're exposed to, oh, actually, 
you know, other people don't eat this stuff. And they're telling me that what I eat and what I like is actually gross. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is going on here? Yeah. And it's, it's like confusing when you're that young trying to kind of reconcile like that that disconnect, right? You know what's interesting? Actually, recently, you know the uh, that, that one Grammy-winning Christian rapper? What's his name? Oh, uh, Cray. Oh, Lecrae. Lecrae, yeah. So Lecrae did a video that I think kind of started, uh, I mean, it's not, a, it's not huge, right? Mm-hmm. Mind you, I fuck with Lecrae. Yeah. I think he's a really good dude. Yeah. Right? But even with people of color, there's sometimes a cultural mishap that happens. So there's a video that Lecrae put out where he was, um, he was eating, uh, he goes, I've never eaten sushi before. I don't like it. Him and his buddy don't like sushi or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they're mm-hmm. literally gagging as they're eating sushi on this mm-hmm. video. Mm-hmm. And some people are writing in the comments and that aren't Asian. Yeah. They're like, yo, people can like the food that they like. I'm like, but at the same time, like once again, we are deleting the, the the negative shit that Asian people got for enjoying that their food. Yeah. So when they see somebody, especially in a time like this now, that are not open to trying this food because it's different, but mm. you're literally gagging and throwing up right. eating sushi. Right. That's, that's just it's culturally insensitive. So for it, sure. So it's not just a white person thing. Yeah. It's something that's been happening in America for quite a while when yeah. it comes to our cuisine, right? Yeah. Which is why you know, in order to sell some of this food, it had to be hyper Americanized. This is why you have. General So's chicken. This is why, which by the way, I love, <laughs> you know. Panda Express, which pa- I love too. You know, you know slippery <laughs> shrimp, baby. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Don't even get me started on Extra that slippery. Extra slippery. Sh- <laughs> Extra slippery shrimp, bro. You know, and this is from a good guy who I fuck with heavy. Yeah. Makes dope Christian rap, which a yeah. lot of, I, I hate a lot of Christian rap. His yeah. shit's actually pretty dope, mm-hmm. you know. And even him, who is a person of color, makes that mishap. You know, this is, it happens all the time. Yeah, that that's definitely a, Poor judgment on his part, you know, to to not recognize how that could come across culturally insensitive. It's it look doesn't mean you have to fucking enjoy, you know, other foods from other cultures. Yeah, it's you're completely in your right to not enjoy it, but don't fucking post something that paints it in such a negative light. Yeah, like this thing is so gross and I don't like it so much. I fucking gag even with smelling it or tasting it, and I'm gonna show you. You like that's not necessary. If you just say I don't like sushi. Okay, we move on. Yeah, and you're doing a whole video about yeah. it. And also, you're a Grammy award-winning fucking artist. Yeah, that's so. That's what people don't understand, right? Yeah. They go, well, he's just a per But he's a person now with a huge fucking platform. Mm-hmm. That is the difference, right? Because mm-hmm. I've made that excuse before, too. Like, I'm just a regular person, but I still have to move smart because I have one point whatever four or two or one point one million followers on this on this YouTube page. Yeah, I have five hundred k on Instagram. If I go around just saying fucking barbershop talk like it's normal, like it's all good, like we're just talking around a bunch of homies yeah. all the time, which I yeah. do a lot, but I'm still smart about my shit. You know, not everything is painted black and white, and everybody keeps putting these black and white rules as if these people who are in the public light function with the same type of stuff that you function with it's not they mm-hmm. have bigger platforms yeah their reach is way bigger so yeah. they have to be a little smart about it i mean there look man i i it always bothered me when you know people with big platform celebrities would always be like yeah i don't have any sense of responsibility you know to, mm-hmm. to be a role model or to you know be responsible to like my father it's like come on man like it comes with the territory though like Okay, you don't maybe you don't have to be a hundred percent about that, but yeah, you, you have, gotta be a preacher. Yeah, but you gotta have some sense of like you're influencing people, especially younger people, like who are looking at what you're doing and, and, and like really consuming your behavior, 
your habits, your your um tendencies, your lifestyle. There ha it's not saying, oh, you know, you have to like change your life and, and it needs to be like this perfect um, you know, cookie cutter type of thing. No, it just means be a little bit more responsible is all. You know what I mean? Yeah. That that's all it is. Just have a sense of responsibility. Yeah, like nobody's nobody's putting the whole culture on your back, right? Yeah, We're just exactly. saying like, yo, just you know, be smart about your moves a little bit when you're when you're performing to a, like millions and millions of people, right? Yeah. Because yeah, there's a there's a younger audience out there that's gonna absorb this shit. You know, jokes here and there, whatever, that's fine. But when people are upset about this who are of that culture, and we'll wrap that back to a previous podcast where I was talking about just how like you know, for us and and the N word, which is a word that we grew up with, we don't have a say in like how that makes you feel. Mm -hmm. You also don't have a say in how that makes us feel when you bash our food in a, on a public platform. Right. It it works the same fucking way. Yeah. You know. And once again, I gotta say this: he's not a bad dude. Yeah. It's just a misstep. Yeah. You know. And for I think sure. I just read the comments when I read that stuff, and people are telling us that we're tripping about stuff yeah. that affects us culturally. Yeah. It's like, yo, aren't you a bunch of fucking hypocrites? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and nobody and nobody in the comments was like mad at Lecrae. They're just like, uh -huh. I'm just a little disappointed. That's all they said. Yeah. It's like yeah. And, and I think rightfully so. Yeah. Like it's just it's just more of like, you know, cause cause I'm I'm uh giving him the benefit of the doubt. It probably wasn't like uh ill intention. Oh, hundred percent it. it wasn't. Right. hundred percent there was no ill intent. But 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 it's like, you know, if you have a moment to reflect now because of certain reactions from people. I don't think it's hard to make that connection and understand. Oh, mm -hmm. I see. I see why, like you know, some people might have been offended by this or, or kind of take it, uh, take it the wrong way, and then just offer a quick apology for it. You know, like yeah. yeah, that wasn't my, you know, my intention. All I was really trying to prove was that I don't like the food. Maybe I went too far to prove that point and make that point to the point that it crossed the line. Yeah, he was making jokes. And yeah, it was, it was fun and whatever. Like, like I said, if you did that in front of me like away from screen mm. and i knew you personally yeah i'm 100 i wouldn't be offended i'm like yeah this fool doesn't like sushi whatever. yeah you know whatever yeah. that that yeah. is what it is yeah. right but you know the, the platform wasn't right well here's the thing he already knew he didn't like sushi he already knew and he decided to do the video yeah he's decided to do the video like nobody needs to see you have a fucking gag reflex because of a food you don't like they, yeah nobody nobody needs to see that shit you just saying it is enough like, oh, I don't like it so much. It all, you know, it makes me, I mean, shit, even just saying it might kind of come across a little bit yeah. offensive too, but you just saying, I don't like it, done. You got your point across. Mm -hmm. No one's going to attack you because you don't like a yeah, certain type 100%. of food. That's it. But yeah. He was I, trying to do a fun video. He's trying to get views and stuff. It was like, oh, ah, that's what it is, man. The fucking, that's what I'm saying. This culture, man, about the fucking views, about the fucking likes, about the retweets. Like, it's such a fucking drug, man. Like, oh, it's, it's a, oh, that's a great, it's, it is a drug. Yeah, it gets the dopamine going in their fucking brains, you Dude, know? You know what's crazy about YouTube? Like, I, I I only noticed it recently. I don't know why I just noticed it now. Mm -hmm. But when you, let's say like I put up a podcast, right? And the podcast does better on views than it normally does. Mm -hmm. You know what happens on YouTube? What? They go, they show you the stats uh -huh. right when you look into your page and, uh -huh. they, and they put up these explosions in streamers. They go, yeah. hey, your, your, your video is performing better than it normally does. Here's the reasons why. Uh -huh. Try this again. Uh-huh. And if it does bad, they go, uh -huh. hey, it's not performing that great. What's going on? Yeah. Like they literally- Make it a game. They chastise you <laughs> yeah. for not getting the amount of views that they normally get mm -hmm. rather than people just allowing people to be on the platform. Yeah. Now, 
Google and YouTube, are, they're sadistic as fuck. They are giving you these endorphins mm-hmm. of like positive reinforcement for getting more views. Yeah. No matter what it is for, it doesn't matter. They just go, look at the stats. You're doing great. And when you're not doing that great, they go, oh, what's wrong? What's mm-hmm. the problem? Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, this this platform is kind of getting crazy. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm sure for you, when you started out, uh, when you started out and, and now like the, the fucking night and day difference between what oh, it was and what it's so, there was yeah. none of this like it was just you just did stuff on your own and yeah. i still remember the day when clickbait started happening right and i was like oh this is kind of fun but the difference my clickbait actually there was stuff that i clickbaited with that was in the video mm-hmm. which i thought that's what it was but clickbait is literally you say something and then it's not in the video at all <laughs> yeah you know it's just <laughs> yeah you're just kind of fooling them it's you like know? i can't believe my boob slipped out yeah, right and yeah. then in the video it's like you'll be in like you're swimming yeah and all of a sudden like you come up from the water and you say Oh, my boob could have slipped out. <laughs> and that's what happens. Yeah. You know? So there's definitely, you know, when like we said before, when money comes involved, it starts changing you. I think it starts changing your humanity a little bit as a person. Money taints everything, bro. That's what I was saying in, in the other podcast too, is is right. You you look at what's at the end of all these things that have been tainted and just convoluted. It's always money. That's what it is, man. And it's like as long as there's money attached to it. People are gonna figure out ways to 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 like exploit it, uh, to make you uh, want it more, or like to pay attention to it more. It's just the nature of of living in a capitalistic society, you know. Is the end goal is always to make money and, and as much of it as possible. It even fucked up the Christian rapper, dude. Satan, Satan went in your soul. Yeah, that's. A, I'm kind of surprised that Lecrae. I was a little shocked yeah, too. I was yeah. like, yeah, hey, he knows better than this, especially yeah. for him. I'm like, dude, you're. You're a black dude. You, yeah. you know what's up, what it's like to be, you know, when, when it comes to like culturally exactly. insensitive shit, like exactly. you should know what's up. Yeah. But I, I think this is why a lot of like young Asian people are like kind of saying, you know, why the fuck is it that we always, we don't get a pass on any of this shit? Yeah. You know, why the fuck is it every time that we spa- we say our stuff, we're, we're being overly sensitive? That's always been the case though, right? For yeah. Asian people. It's like Asian people have kind of always been, a, you know, group of minorities to kind of get shit on mm-hmm. and, and not really have um an advocate or like a, a big voice who kind of speaks for the asian community um and it's just more recently in the past several years where we started to get a little bit more equal representation i guess in mainstream media yeah but you know people speaking up about it yeah which i didn't even realize too uh you know i've been on this platform now for what 11 12 years now mm-hmm. like 12 years this year God, I mean, hitting, hitting in march right That's a long fucking time and so you know when i was saying some shit you know, doing these videos, just talking about, I wasn't even trying to direct stuff about Asian culture. It was mm-hmm. just more me saying stuff, mm-hmm. right? And it blew, it was blowing people, like these young kids' minds. Yeah. They were like, yo, who is this Asian guy? That He's saying stuff that I want to say. Yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, why aren't you saying it? No, that's a good point. That's really, because, because yeah, that, that, um, that girl, that UCLA girl, what was her name? Uh, Alexandra Wallace. Okay. Yeah. She definitely triggered a lot of people by saying what she said. And, and and like you just said, a lot of people had the same thoughts, but then your timing on that was obviously perfect because yeah. not too many people were speaking publicly about it, especially having a yellow skin. Yeah. Right? And then you come in and then you're basically going off on a tirade, just, you know, yeah. destroying her. Um, And that resonated with people because, again, there was, we didn't have an advocate. We didn't have somebody who was, basically fighting 
and and speaking on your behalf or on the behalf of this community. Like you said, everybody thought it, everybody felt it, everybody talked about it, but nobody went out there saying, yo, this shit is fucking terrible and I'll tell you why. Yeah. Um, It was weird, you know, and it's funny too because not too long ago when um, a lot of this stuff was happening to Asian people, right? Uh, specifically because of, you know, the Kung flu and those type of comments. And, uh, you know, I guess I didn't say something fast enough. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this one young girl who's like in her tag, she goes Asian advocate. And she wrote this whole paragraph on my Instagram about, you know, you influencers out here never speak up for us Asian people and starting almost like, do you know who the fuck you're talking to right now? I was like, do you know who the fuck you're talking to right now? That's like kind of the sense of like, entitlement yeah, right i was so that's one thing that like most comments will never piss me off but that pissed me off mm-hmm. because i wrote back and i wrote back this whole and she deleted her comment fast because mm-hmm. i don't think she knew who i was i think because i lost a lot of weight yeah you know <laughs> and i wrote back i was like do you know who the, i literally wrote, do you know who the fuck you're talking about yeah and i said you know it's really easy for you to talk big right now on my fucking platform because i'm the person that had to take your bullets so you could go ahead and say this shit with pride Mm. when i was doing this shit you weren't there with me when i was getting shit on Mm. like who's this asian guy talking all this fucking shit you know Mm. blah 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 Mm. i had to take those bullets you didn't have to yeah now it's easy for you to say it because you had this whole community that people like me bart joe we built this shit up Mm -hmm. like i'm not saying i want that respect but don't ever say that some respect on my name (laughs) put some respect on that shit yeah like you don't i'm the last person you get to say that shit yeah fucking ever well not to mention not to mention it is not your sole responsibility to have a reaction or to respond to every every injustice that happens against asian people you know it's like look sometimes it might not even hit my radar some shit that happens right I, i mean it's not like you're fucking sitting there like a social justice warrior just, you know, looking for things to talk about all the time about social justice for Asian people. It, it's like sometimes, yeah. It, it, and I gotta sit and think with this sometimes right, too. Right, exactly. And maybe sometimes you don't even want to speak on it publicly. And that's your decision. That's your prerogative. Nobody has any right to be like, oh, because you got this platform, you have to speak on it. Oh, I don't have to do shit. I <laughs> know. I don't have to do shit. You suck my dick, yeah. bitch. And I'll tell you this too. Sometimes when you're asking some of these influencers to speak about very important topics, you know that some of the dumbest fucking people on earth, I don't want them to say shit. I want them to shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's better left nothing being said. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes it's better for you to say nothing at all. Yeah. And I've been on a whole tirade about that when it came to politics. I put it on Instagram. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why do you keep going up to influencers, mm-hmm. right? These influencers who are fucking 13 years old, mm-hmm. who have a career showing their fucking asshole yeah. or, or putting pies in their face saying, hey, I want to know about your thoughts about something <laughs> as complicated as politics yeah. because you have a platform. Yeah. It, at the same time, they're dumb. Mm-hmm. They don't know shit. Yeah. They should shut the fuck up. Yeah. Having, a, having a platform doesn't necessarily... Uh, equate to intelligence. Yeah, exactly. And so it's it's tricky, man. It's tricky because it's like, you know, you're, you're in that position where people feel like they kind of have an open invitation to like make suggestions or, or like even demands of you to an extent. Then at the end of the day, too, like, yes, I do have this platform and, and yes, I, 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 I am. I do have some sort of influence to like a group of people. But at the same time, you're a fucking human being. 
Do you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and people don't realize too, man. One of the biggest reasons why I stopped doing rants was because it, it started making me into a very negative person. Like I just, I was doing it because I wanted to be a voice for people who just couldn't voice certain things. Mm -hmm. But you have to realize to yell at a camera yeah. for a living eats away at my spirit. Oh, for sure, bro. Like it's, it's the opposite of like, just f a fake a smile, even if you're not feeling it, just to get yourself yeah, be angry, just to be angry. Right. You know, you, you getting in that mode is going to fucking trigger you whether you like it or not. A hundred percent. And yeah. I'm like, I, I can't keep doing this. You know, when I was doing the, the, the stuff on my Instagram about, you know, specifically a, a lot of black Americans that were being murdered by the cops, mm -hmm. people were like, it's like, yo, like how long did it take you to write that? I didn't write that shit. I just said it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. you, you think I could memorize a script that long and talk it to a camera? Are you fucking nuts? What am I, Rain Man? Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not Rain. I'm like, oh, what, the, what do you think I'm doing here? Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, when I look back at it, I'm like, oh, this is really articulate. You know? But that just shows how pissed I was. Right. I mean, it's coming from a real and genuine yeah. place, right? I can't, I can't do that when it's not real. Mm -hmm. It's going to come up hyper disingenuous yeah to me too and it's gonna make me sick watching that it's like yeah. david you literally did that because you wanted views right and you you didn't think about how it would affect people mentally you might be saying some shit talking about angry stuff where somebody's day was perfectly fine and now they're pissed about stuff that they shouldn't even be angry about and that's why i say that is the fucking biggest crime of all going back to you know the some of the the people i was mentioning people like lauren like mm -hmm. who are aware of this shit they know like they know they're intelligent enough to know what they're doing does not necessarily reflect what they truly feel. Yeah. I, I'm not saying it doesn't reflect some of it. Maybe maybe it, re it represents like 50% of what they think and believe or or 30%, whatever the case is. It's not 100% as controversial as as like they make it out to be in, in their mind and in their opinion. But because it sells, because it gets them views, because it gets them clicks, because it gets them sponsors, they do it. It is this toxic fucking thing that i that i i, I only I'm, I'm thinking i'm being more vocal about it's just this idea that money is everything mm -hmm. people keep pushing this idea mm -hmm. and you see it all the time in these memes it's like yo hustle until uh, you got get your paper up hustle it's all about the bread if i'm not getting paid it doesn't matter who the fuck are you and who, who came up with these sayings? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's like, <laughs> yo, what? And I guarantee you, it's the loser that made up these sayings too. Yeah. The person without money talking yeah, about this shit, yeah. right? If you ain't helping me build my fucking empire, then what is you doing in my life? Your <laughs> empire? Your empire? <laughs> now, 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 to be fair, there are people who fake it till they make it, but it's a small very group small. of people. Very, very small group of people. And they like, they're like, well, P. Diddy said, that's P. Diddy. He said to himself. <laughs> He could do whatever the fuck. He could say that. He's a gajillionaire. Yeah. You are not. Yeah. You need to make sure that you're in that position to be giving that advice in the first place. Mm -hmm. Right? Because I could go ahead and talk about all these mistakes that I've had, blah, 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 because I've experienced it. I've done this type of stuff before. So I'm saying it from a personal place. That's why I would have never been able to do this podcast 10 years ago because mm -hmm. I wouldn't have this much stuff to talk about. Yeah. Because of the 10 years of experience and all the bullshit that I went through in these last 10 years. And so many stuff that I learned from conversations with people, um, you know, doing stand up, traveling around, you know, having some of the most interesting stories told to me. I can now do this podcast for another ten years, and right. I, I still won't have enough. Uh, I still won't have. Um, I still won't. Man, I'm fucking up. Whoa, bro! What you hey, trying to do right whoa. now? <laughs> I'm gonna end this part out. Daddy, chill. <laughs> daddy, 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 chill. Daddy, chill. 
<laughs> I still will have enough stories for another 10 years mm -hmm. because of everything that I've experienced, right? So yeah, 10 years ago, impossible for me to do this podcast because yeah. I, I might have been able to do an episode per week mm -hmm. um, and I might have lasted a couple of years because I didn't have enough knowledge to go ahead and form an opinion about a lot of yeah. stuff. And a lot of the times too, some of you motherfuckers, specifically on TikTok, like to give advice about shit that you know nothing about. You know nothing about. You know nothing. You know absolutely nothing. They're, they're not thinking about that shit, though. They're just thinking. They're just caught up in the moment. You know, like, I don't think a lot of thought goes into what a lot of these people, what platforms do sometimes. It's just um, hot. It's the hot thing. Yeah, there, there are the people who are crazy manipulative, who know exactly what they're doing. But then I'm talking about, like, the more younger people. It's just off the cuff, man. In the moment, how they're feeling, whatever thought that they Dad, have. I saw this TikTok, you know, the other day, and it got so many likes as if it, this person was saying some mind-blowing shit, and it pissed me off so bad. <laughs> this person said, they were like, I can't believe in 2021 that we have to say this. Like, did you know that you should respect women? And I'm like... <laughs> Well, how how old was the person saying it? Like twenties in their twenties. Oh, that's, it's like that's a little too old. It's like <laughs> it's and people are like preach, uh -huh. what preach? Like that's, that's that's a given. You're not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. It's a given. Yeah. What are you saying? Yeah, it's just you're just saying shit that's already fucking known and is a given. Like what what do you, you like, motherfucker? I'm about to be a TikTok star in a matter of a month. I'm about to say some crazy shit. It's like, hey, hey bro, I got these shoes. Yeah. I'll be lacing them. <laughs> That's hey, you, it. You sure you want to do it at the price of the Chinese government taking your information? I was like, man, they got everything anyways now at this point, dude. Fucking face, all this other shit. I'm going to just start doing TikTok saying some basic stuff, dude. So when I put my pants on, I'll be zipping my zipples. <laughs> Preach. <laughs> I'm going to just keep on doing fucking TikTok parodies of me yeah. making fun of other people giving life advice. Yeah. Uh, did you know that I'm Asian and I don't need to take your racist shit? preach <laughs> like the fuck i don't know maybe it's just me but like when i see some of these videos of like you know even this whole like tiktok dance shit right i mean that's what really popularized the platform in, in mm -hmm. like recent history right it's just so cringe for me bro. it is hyper cringy it's so cringeworthy like i see these fucking young girls who are trying to look all cute or like look all sexy it's like oh my god oh my god dude you're, you're fucking 16 years old or you're 18 years. Like, that is not something that you need to be fucking thinking about to fucking get these likes and these follows from people. Like, but this what is, are you fucking doing? This is a young person's validation now. This it is. What, is. This is it is. It's yeah. to fucking hypersexualize themselves, you yeah. know? And it's like, it's so fucking, not only is it cringeworthy, it's disturbing as fuck. Because I look at it and I fucking dread, oh my God, if I ever have a kid. And if I have a fucking daughter or a son, or oh, fuck, you know, I like if I saw my kid doing that shit, I'd be like, you just lost your privilege to your phone for life <laughs> for a uh, hundred fucking years. You well, ain't ever fucking getting another phone as long as I'm paying the bills. I, I mean, it. Like I said, that is what their value is based on, and I just don't want it, man. And I've and I've seen parents now, yeah, who are doing a really great job of not allowing their kids to base their value on what they see on social media because they monitor it. For sure. And they have to. And sometimes too, like I hear some of the dumbest stuff from parents. They go, oh, you know, it's like, well, this is the trend that's going on now. So I, I don't want to stop it. I want, you know, they're going to get on their phone either way. So I might as well just let them do whatever they want because that's just how things are. And it's like, no. 
or, or or even worse partaking in it with like you've seen you've seen like the fucking daughter and mom combos you know oh what i mean God, where, dude, where the, so cringy dude, dude oh my. it's just, so cringy yeah i'm like dude come on like people it doesn't matter now like these platforms have allowed people to get in any sort of fame however the fuck they yeah, want yeah yeah straight up anybody that 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 was that's been the biggest in my opinion downfall to like our culture and society it's really hard to find dope shit now god yeah. fuck it's hard man fuck fuck even dope shit dude i just i just wanted to stop you know <laughs> i just wanted to fucking stop man hey, please stop yeah just please like fucking pass some i don't know man we, we we need we need some we need some fucking things in place to limit this amount of shit no nah, man i'm like even for me too just because you know as somebody who really i talked about this on a podcast with mariel where we were, i was talking about how the shittiest people with the worst talent specifically when it comes to singing are getting praised mm -hmm. as if they're great singers mm -hmm. and it's like no they're not i'm not talking about mainstream artists yeah i'm talking about people who just post yeah i know with the little ukulele <laughs> oh my god and they're like bro this is so amazing like don't just say stuff just to say stuff yeah no but the the the, the part that bothers me and it, and it is like fucking sad is that they genuinely believe that 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 is talent you know and and look it's subjective right it, it's definitely subjective so so you know you can definitely say that uh see i don't even think that they think it's dope i think that they say that it's dope mm -hmm. because it makes them feel good about their shit talent mm. Yeah, I mean, they're like, oh, like, I, I kind of sing like that. Hey, that's pretty dope. <laughs> then that's just lack of self-awareness. <laughs> but that's, that's a lot of people, though. It is. Because, like, once again, it wraps back to what we were talking about. Because if they say that that person's bad, mm -hmm. that means they're also bad. That mm -hmm. means they can't be famous for doing what they're doing, too. <laughs> so they'll rather push that mediocre garbage up yeah. because it allows them to be a part of something that they always wanted to be, but they know they never had the skill. Mm -hmm. That's why we see a lot of bad shit all the time mm -hmm. right and then people are gassing up this mediocre talent like you don't have to say bad things but you also don't have to say positive things when they suck dick that's true i mean it's it's i guess a blessing and a curse in that sense because it's like some of these truly talented people that you probably would not have ever heard of um had these uh you know outlets not existed but you, they're able to get exposure through that and, and you know that when I see people like that getting getting um kind of the deserved attention mm -hmm. uh, based on their talent anyway, like that that makes me feel happy for them. But then you got these hacks, and and it like completely blows my mind of why the fuck do people tune into this shit? You know, and, and I'm not just talking from a music standpoint, just anything in general. Like this is so fucking cringe and so not talent. Yeah, but maybe it's just because they look good. You know, maybe it's a cute girl or, you know, cute guy or whatever the case is. And they're just like, oh, my God, this person can do no wrong because I find them so attractive for whatever reason. And everything. Oh, dude, there's they... a girl on TikTok like that right now where she literally just mouths uh, songs mm -hmm. and the, the camera zooms and follows her face. She has like a billion followers. Yeah, yeah. I and mean, I'm like, dude, what the fuck did I just waste 10 it, seconds of my life on? You know that in in that sense it's never going to change man you know attractive people are always going to get attention like, this, like, this is somebody else i'm just like yeah man, i hope you catch covid <laughs> that's that's the new uh new thing for you is i just hope you catch yeah the I call worst it, kind of covid yeah, it's asian aids i hope you get that shit because the, the china aids you fucking talentless hack but yeah i mean that's that's you know goes hand in hand with like the whole 
um, self-worth and self-identity thing too, mm-hmm. right? It's like they see these people and maybe they recognize, yeah, they're, they're not really that talented, but I mean, they're attractive and Oh man, it looks it, it so far. I wish I was a hot guy, dude. Yeah, you motherfuckers. It doesn't matter what I said on this platform. <laughs> I could have I could have just said some dumb shit and you'd be like, man, this guy's so smart. You know exactly what he's talking about. They'd be they'd be uh you know, you'd be getting DMs <laughs> day and night, bro. I gotta drop forty pounds and get a fucking uh tattoo on my arm, a whole sleeve. <laughs> Don't forget the you know, face tats now. That's, oh, yeah, the that's face very tats. popular. I gotta now. do all that shit, dude. Well, guys, that wraps up this episode of the Genius Brain Podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed that episode. Wonder if you agree or disagree about all the shit that we're talking about. Uh, if you do disagree, cool too. If you agree, even better. Whatever the case is, guys, just love yourself, man. Don't be don't be so influenced by all these people that are out there that have these big platforms. They're not they're not like the 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 fucking. Yeah, why do they get to tell you what's what's exactly, dope or not? Like, why? Exactly. They're 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 no they're they're yes they have a platform and they have a following. But it doesn't mean that you should give them the power to like have that much influence over you. You should think about that. Pick and choose. Love yourself. Don't fall into these traps. That's all. Every Thursday and Sundays, Genius Brain. You can follow Ed at Ed2 and at Secret Society to cop that gear. Brain 15 for first time uh, oh, brain podcast. 15? Yeah, podcast uh, listeners get 15% off. Everything I'm wearing right now, except my socks and my shoes, you can't have that. But <laughs> <laughs> And then we'll see you all next time. All right. Peace. Peace.